Hello and welcome to tuning in to 5-Minute Inspirations. My name is Larry Hunter. I'm your host and we're going into part 5 today of a, a series that I began a number of segments ago and we're calling the series the Faith Works series. You know, and uh, I, I appreciate you tuning in to listen to the program today. We, my wife and I, were just about to uh, go into Mexico. We've been asked to come there to to do a seminar on marriage. And I'm very excited about that. And, you know, as we're making our preparations and everything, I just kind of went down memory road today. I mean, memory lane. So you got to forgive me, okay? You know, I was thinking about how when we met, we went to two different universities. I went to the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and she went to North Carolina Central University. And But my sisters went to that university. And so, kind of make a long story short, I met her... Uh, as I went to go visit my sister and support my sister in, one, in something that was going on in my sister's life, I met who was to be my wife, later to be my wife. Anyway, we didn't get a chance to see each other that often. So we really communicated a lot through letters. She'd write letters to me, I'd write letters to her. And man, it was just magical. <laughs> you know, I'd get her letters and, and she'd be done sprayed them up with some old type of perfume. And Lord Jesus, i get a letter. You know, we go downstairs in, in the lobby area of our the dormitory, I, I sit in a high-rise dorm, and you know, you got your little mail room, and you check your little mailbox. Boy, I tell you, I could smell the perfume before I could even open my box up. I know it smelled the whole place up, the little mail room. <laughs> but anyway, it was so cool, I just sniffed the letter for just over and over again, and then I finally opened it and read it. But you know, like I said, we weren't able to see each other as much as we wanted to, because we were in different universities in different cities, and, of course, we both had a very heavy workload while we were in, you know, we were going to classes, but we also had work study, stuff like that. So, you know what? I'd read those letters over and over again. And I really got to know her, a lot about her, through reading her letters. Man, that was just so special. And then, we, of course, we get together, and we just grew and grew in our relationship. But, um, I mean, I, I just never forget the feeling that I had when I read the letters it was like the next best thing to be in there. We couldn't be together as often as we wanted to, but there were the letters. And I'd go over the letters. Man, I bet if I'd have had a test on them letters, I'd have got a hundred plus extra credit for the amount of times I'd read over, you know, go back over the older letters she wrote and then bring them on up to the new and just, man, I almost had the things memorized. But like what I'm getting at though is that a large part of our uh, getting to know one another was the letters that we wrote back and forth to each other. And, you know, after a while, I began to get a feel for, a pretty good feel for her personality. Again, largely in part from the letters that we would uh, write back and forth. And I began to develop pretty good confidence in her. She told me that she was going to do something or she was going to be somewhere. I just believed her. I mean, I, I felt like I was really getting to know her personality. And that was pretty cool, you know. And we grew, and now a number of years later, and look at what all God had planned. I did not know that God had all of this in plan when we met. Just kind of seemed like happenstance that we met, but look at all that God has done. Okay, let me stop going down memory road <laughs> a little bit. We're talking about faith, and I just told you I wanted to bring some angles, some different kind of angles to you. And it's not exhaustive at all, but I just wanted to share some insights that I had gained over the years about faith and how it operates. Now, if we were going to talk about um, how can we get our faith to grow? You know, we talked about the fact that faith is like a muscle. 
And we all have, every Christian, God has dealt to every believer the measure of faith. That's Romans chapter 12 and verse 3. So we all have a measure of faith that God has given to us. Now what we do with it from that point on will determine how effective we will walk in faith in this life. Are you with me? So we already talked in the previous segment about how just like a muscle, faith has the ability to grow. And one way that your faith will increase or grow is through exercising it. You got to begin actually exercising your faith in God's word. And that doesn't mean trying to imitate someone else's faith. You see somebody else that seems like they're having a great time. They really can believe God easily and they've believed for a lot of great things to happen in their life and in the lives of those around them. No, don't try to imitate somebody else's faith. You need to start right where you are. Right at what you feel that you can believe that the Lord will do in your situation. Okay? So see, for example, let me see if I can think of an example right quick. Um... Okay, so for example, you uh, you got a headache, and you're just so accustomed to whenever you get a headache, you reach for the Tylenol or whatever other type of pain medication to knock that headache on out, right? Well, how about the next time when you feel a headache coming on, why not pray and believe God to thwart that headache pain, or if you already have a headache, that through prayer... God will cause that pain to go away. See, you got to get started somewhere. As opposed to just kind of automatically grabbing for the medicine, hold off. I mean, you know, the the, the pain medication, the Tylenol, whatever. Hold off. Say, this time, I'm going to believe God. See, it's not a life or death situation. But you want to get an experience with exercising your faith in God's promises. Again, Mark chapter 11, verse 24, one of my favorite verses. Jesus said, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So, okay, I'm going to pray about this headache pain. Lord, in Jesus name, I pray that you, as a result of my prayer to you, that you'll take this pain away. Just as if I were to take the Tylenol like I usually would do and it goes away. I'm not going to take it this time, Lord. I'm going to trust you. See, so when you do that and then God comes through, then you got an experience of his faithfulness. So that the next time something comes up, whatever it is, you know, you have more, you have some momentum going now because you've seen that God will answer his prayers even for you. So it's easier for you to stretch out in faith and believe God for something else. And then that's how your faith grows. You, it grows through exercising it. Now, how else can I grow more faith in God's word? Now, this answer here might surprise you. You can also increase your faith in God's word, in God's faithfulness, through intimacy with him. You thought I was tripping, and I was kind of a little bit, but think back to what I said about how I met my wife. And I got to know her through her letters. Through her letters, I, through her letters, I came to, uh, you know, learn her personality. I began to gain an expectation of what she would do and what she wouldn't do by reading her letters, by going over them over and over again. So what I'm getting at is your faith can and will grow as you spend time in God's word. God's word is his love letter to you, his love letter to me. Now, as you make time 
and spend time in his word. I'm not I'm not talking about pulling a promise out of the promise box. I'm not talking about being in such a hurry that you read the word, but you forget even what you read before you get gone. I'm talking about taking time and letting him speak to you out of that word. Taking time and reading that word until you see you get a sense for God's personality. It's a beautiful thing when that happens. God has a personality. There are certain things that please him. There are certain things that displease him. There are certain. Oh, man, it's a beautiful thing when you begin to see his personality. And as you begin to learn his personality, guess what? You begin to have faith in what he said. I mean, you can read a promise in the word right now. But if you haven't been really spending time, intimate time with the Lord, you read that promise, but it don't really mean anything to you. You might even say under your breath, I know it says that, but how I know he would do that, how I know he would honor his word. But when you spend time with him intimately over a period of time, making time for him, not rushing through, but taking time in that word, you begin to get a sense for his personality and you faith. And what he has said, what he has promised, will come much easier to you. I feel like I've been kind of rambling on today, but um, I did want to get this to you. And I wanted to share with you, I guess the bottom line of what I'm saying today is that your faith can grow, of course, by exercising your faith. You got to start where you are. Start with what you can close your eyes and easily, effortlessly effortlessly see God doing for you in your situation. That marks where your faith level is. And then, in addition to that, your faith can grow as you spend intimate time with God. Well, 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 he, I, I can't see him. I can't, okay, I couldn't see my wife as often as I wanted to. Back then, of course, she was my girlfriend. But I came to know her by spending time with the letters that she wrote to me. God's word is there for you, his love letter to you. And he's inviting you to get to know him intimately, to get to know his personality. And then when he says he'll do a thing for you, you're not wrestling within your mind as to whether or not he really will or not. You know he will because you are intimately acquainted with him. Okay, God bless you. I want you to have a wonderful weekend. This has been Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations. Again, let me hear from you, something on your heart. Go ahead and give me a quick call in, okay? You be blessed. Bye.